Hey everyone, you're tuned into InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. Join us as we talk about anything and everything. All the stuff that makes life interesting. So let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to the podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Amy. And, and this is part two. Oh, is that what oh, you were going to say? That was oh, what, it, oh, 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 Let's do yeah. this again. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Let's do it. Let's keep All right. going. All right, part two. Part two. We we hate editing, so you'll yeah. notice that our podcasts are yeah. never edited. Unfortunately, if there's a cough or a sneeze, we just move away from the mic a bit. But yeah, yeah, it's it, well, in there. It's real. If you could hear a lot of our it's, outtakes, it's, it would be quite comical. We actually thought about doing a show where, but I don't think I saved any of them. So I well, just a lot of them, them have swearing in them. So yeah, and stuff. So. There's a few obscenities <laughs> thrown about when things <laughs> yeah. don't go quite as planned. But a lot of crazy laughter. Um, but this is part two of our etiquette episode. We had quite a bit of content we wanted to cover and did want to rush through it. So if you didn't listen to part one, make sure you listen to that. But you don't need to listen to them in sequence. They are not Yeah, they're not sequential. dependent on one another. They just are the same subject. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Do yeah. you know what I mean by that? I do. Yeah. I smell what you're cooking. I'm yeah. picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. So we're uh, going to do part two now. Is it still, are we still, are we on the dining aspect of etiquette well, or just overall etiquette? I've been jumping around a little bit, but this next like one is around dining. It's around okay. the passing of food. Mm-hmm. So you might remember we talked about the salt and pepper. Yeah. They, they're they're they passed need, at the same time. They need time. to travel together. So if someone asks you for either the salt or the pepper, if they ask you for only one, you are to pass both of them yeah together. but i i understand that only if they're connected somehow if they're in a little like trolley thing or whatever they're called caddy that's it a caddy uh okay sure you'd pass the whole thing they're, they're like together already but like if someone just wants the salt they ain't getting no pepper i <laughs> it's an interesting i'd like to know why that is why why the salt and pepper must travel together? Does the does the ketchup and mustard do they do also need to travel together? It's true. It's it doesn't make any sense to me. But, but it, here's something. Mm. Oh. oh, we got a sneeze come. <coughs> oh, it was an elbow sneeze. I have to say, I we were doing some know. decluttering before our recording tonight, and getting rid of some, some books. dust was stirred up with the decluttering of books. Yeah, yeah. But we put together three whole boxes of books. Three we whole went, boxes. And Hux was just. Our son Huxley was just like, yep, get rid of that one. Get I was a little sad about some of them, a little nostalgic getting rid of some of the I know, we read them the to him so many times, you know. But part of me but. thinks it would be even harder. This is how I talk myself through it. <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> because ahead. Because he was fine. I I thought, if I wait another year, <laughs> it's going to be even harder. I'll become yeah. more attached. And that's the thing. We get attached to items, and they we are just attached. items. Memories are always there. Yeah. They're just books. So, you know, they're baby books that he no longer has interest in. We kept them around for a little bit when he was learning to read because they were kind yeah. of nice, simple wording, which is a good reason to hold on to some baby books for a while. But he's like, no, ready to get rid of them. Want to make room for my captain underpants. And It's funny because those books weren't just the stories that were inside them. They were like, you know, going to get them at the thrift stores and just like having them pick one out. And, you know, there's memories attached to all of them. No, but there they go. <laughs> They're going, and and it's okay. They are just things. Yeah, it's okay. Just stuff. So back to etiquette. Etiquette. When you're passing things, mm-hmm. I'll give you a quick quiz, and yeah. if we have some time at the end of this part two, we'll do a little trivia, maybe uh, as well for our listeners, but and they can play along. But the if you're passing something, do you? And nobody's asked for it. Say not, a specific person hasn't said, pass me the potatoes. Mm-hmm. Do you pass to the right or the left when you're passing food around for people to put onto to the, the left. plates? 
No. To the right, I mean. <laughs> to the right. I knew it was one or the other. <laughs> yeah, you always... Really? So... Uh, you pass to the right, unless obviously if a specific person. But I'm left-handed. If a person on the left of you asks for the potatoes, you don't pass it all all the way around the table to get. That to would them. be funny. That would be really funny. That would be really good etiquette. Etiquette gone wrong. Etiquette gone. Well, rules were made to be broken, so this etiquette crap is just crap. So one diner either holds the dish as the next diner, like the next person, yeah. takes some food, or they just hand the dish to the person and the person serves themselves. So it can go either way there. If it's an awkward or a heavy dish. This so, is royal crap though, isn't it? This no, is no, just, no. This is just this passing is just food regular. Okay. At, a, at, a, at a formal dinner. All right. Um, heavy or awkward dishes though can be put on the table with each pass. Huh. So, you know, if you get this... You, you, like, if you got like a bring, turkey, you're not going <laughs> to just pass, pass the, the turkey, turkey carcass around that. Get table. people to cut pieces off it, and hold it with to the right. Now here's this is this, this one was really funny and see if it makes you think of a scene in a movie. Okay, but say you're past an item, mm-hmm. and you're so say that say you're in between, you're the middle person, yeah. and you're just sort of along the train. Some so, yeah. so the person to the left of you asks for something, and the person to the right of you is passing it along. Yeah. Is it okay for you to take something off that? No. No. You, it's somebody else's turn. If you're the middle person who's just delivering the plate on the request for a neighbor, then it's considered bad form to do a little rest stop yeah. and just take some for yourself. Yeah, that makes sense. And this reminds, To me, that makes sense. I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but I picture Cousin Eddie. Oh, in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas yes. Vacation. When he, Which we did a podcast on. he grabs on. like the... The, he eats off the serving spoon yeah, of the yeah, food like, and then yeah. puts it on his plate. So that also would be in bad form. Yeah. And double dipping too. Let's not even talk about the etiquette around that. Oh, yeah. That's a George Costanza. Yeah. I love it. That's good. That's a good George Costanza. That's a good Seinfeld scene. Um, and items that aren't immediately within your reach, you should always ask for. So you shouldn't be reaching across the table trying to get stuff. If you can't reach it easily, you should be asking somebody to pass it to you. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That makes sense. Well, that's a given, don't you think? Yeah, it is. Okay, I guess a lot of... I'm, I'm moving in more to the dining stuff, so this is interesting. We talked a little bit about the napkins. So, number one, when you sit down, you should place the napkin on your lap. Yeah. That's sort of the first thing you should do upon seating. I don't do... I, I do do that in certain occasions, I do. If you I don't leave, do it every time, though, which is weird. If you leave the table temporarily, yeah. you should put it on your chair. On your chair. You put the napkin on your chair. Not back on the table. No. Only, huh. and, But at the very end of your meal, you should fold your napkin and place it to the left of your place setting. Again, that could be open to debate some, okay. for some rules of etiquette exactly where it goes at the end of your meal. But right. most places I read, it goes to the left of uh. your place setting and that signals that you're... That's Wouldn't it be funny if you were that one person that just made fun of people or just called them out when they didn't do these sorts of things? <laughs> like, wouldn't no. that be funny? It'd be the last place to, you'd last time you get invited. You just, you, you, they come back and you'd be like, "Notice where you put your napkin there? Completely wrong. Brought up in a barn. Yeah. Where, where, what's going on here? Now the royal family fold their napkins in half before putting it on their plate, mm-hmm. and then they use the inside of the fold to wipe their mouth if needed. And this keeps their clothing clean. Of course it does. <laughs> um, oh, this one isn't around does. dining, but it's just around etiquette in general. Offer up your seat if there is somebody who is in either, um, if you're in perfectly good health yourself yeah. and somebody else is in you know, poor health or A older, uh, or, perhaps. Or, older or pregnant, um, then you should offer up your seat. 
and this probably is a lot of times like in, in uh, public transportation if you're yeah. commuting and that sort of thing or even if you're in a waiting area and there's limited seating um that's just good etiquette to offer up your seat oh yeah it that's is just being a good person it is so we talked at, in part one about which fork to use first mm-hmm. i talked about you work your way from outward to inward so i want to talk a little bit about some tricks around the place setting because this is something that i think most of us don't know I guess I certainly like the back don't, of our so hand. I'm so, learning. So if you're if you're setting the place setting, I always remember that the fork goes on the left because both fork and left have four letters. Okay. And the knife goes on the right because both knife and right have five letters. Okay. So if you're trying to place a you know, if you're just yeah. doing a quick place setting, that's easy. Also the blade of the knife should point towards the plate. Towards it's just the plate. safer. Yeah. And in placing the silverware, you do work outward um, in. So your salad fork would go next to your dinner fork, and mm-hmm. then your plate, and then it would be your knife, and then your spoon, and so on. Then and if it's not it that be... way, you don't get to eat. No, exactly. <laughs> you match. Well, in formal settings, there's far more utensils, too. But this yeah. is something that I've had happen a lot in formal dinners where you sit down and you don't know which water glass or wine glass is yours. Oh, yeah. It's always on your left, right? Your wine glass is always on your left. No, always on your right. And so there's a trick to remember this. So there's on one side of your, on your left side of your plate, and this is going to, this might be tricky to explain over the radio, but I'm going to try to explain it anyway. Go for it. Over the podcast, I mean. So... If you, your bread plate is always on your left-hand side and you're drinking uh glasses, think drink and bread, drinks are always on the right-hand side. So if you take your hands, put put your hands straight up in the air, and if you touch your index finger to your thumb, you'll notice that your left hand, when you're looking at it, makes the small letter B for bread. Oh. And if you look at your right hand, it makes the did you come up lower lowercase D for no, I did not. Okay, just making sure <laughs> the lowercase D for drink. Yeah. So you, if you know, just kind of picture your hands. So mm-hmm. the one that makes a B is where your bread is. So it's on the left, and drinks. I are think on the that right. came over wonderfully over the podcast. Well, you're looking at me making the hand gestures, but those who. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's, we'll do we'll do some photos. But of, still, ask because the person next to you probably might not know that trick, and then they may have already drank out of the glass, and then yeah. so if you're the last one seating, you know, being seated at the table, and people are already digging in mm-hmm. because they did not wait, then uh, you could do you know just ask. But oh yeah, I know. I thought that was a cool little trick. I love those little memory. You do and memory tricks. I couldn't care less. The, but the fork and knife thing is something I've never forgotten, though, in terms of what side of the plate that has to go on. So yeah, that's a that's a good one, actually. Here's another one around commuting: avoid man spreading, which I think yeah. is a new word. That's relatively I, new. Yeah, I don't think that word's been around for. But a that's decade. so true. It's it's so rude to do. It's like, just obnoxious. Oh, it really is. I'm not even going to describe what it is for people who don't know. Just Google it. Yeah, just. It's too obnoxious to describe, <laughs> and it'll cause more than just an eye roll. Is how. I find it more <laughs> obnoxious to put your fork on a particular side of your plate than anything. Soup. So there. Let's talk about soup. Okay, let's talk about soup. What's your favorite soup? Really, what's your favorite soup? I like uh, I like a good pea soup or a corn chowder. I like I like a seafood chowder, and I like ch- broccoli cheese soup. 
and I like well, just put any soup. Oh, I like miso soup. Miso soup is good too. Yeah, yeah. But when you're eating your soup, <laughs> or you're drinking your water, you should always dip the spoon sideways near the edge of the bowl and skim away <clears throat> from you, and then sip from the side of your spoon. And then when you're trying to get the last little bit, you can tilt your bowl. Then you can tilt your bowl. You can pick up your bowl and tilt it. Well, you can tilt it. You can't just pick it up little... and put it to your no, lips. Not unless I know in Asia that's acceptable, though. Oh, it is I know very when, much. When we eat in sushi restaurants and things like that, when you're finishing your miso soup, you can drink straight from the bowl which is very practical it and is the bowls very practical. are all usually very light bowls yeah, too it makes sense and and also it's a compliment to the chef if you make a lot of slurping sounds when you're eating your udon and soup and stuff which is interesting isn't it oh, i didn't you know, know that one. yeah i've heard the burping being compliment but not the slurping In Korea, yeah i think people with bad manners are just making these up maybe i don't know <laughs> perfume the golden rule is if you can still smell your perfume in the evening, everyone else is already tired of it. That's true, even if it smells good, which <laughs> rarely does. So if you put it on in the morning and you still smell it at night, you need to rethink your perfume application. Yeah, I can't stand it when you're someplace and it's just, it, it really truly is overpowering. Like, it makes me kind of nauseous, certain. Oh, I know. When you can smell it after someone's like been in a room yeah. and you can tell that they have been there yeah. or just standing in line. Like, I, I think you, someone should have to be in close proximity to get a whiff. My earliest of memory of that is very, very strong patchouli. I remember oh, yeah? hearing, I remember smelling that, like, you know. Are you sure it was patchouli? I'm pretty sure it was patchouli, yeah. Wasn't patchouli always patchouli the, oil. the scent to cover weed? Oh, well, I don't know if it's that's his main job, but it, it, it's... I think it, that's its main job. I, I think that's how they market it. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, well, I always remember people smelling, smelling a certain scent and, and everyone would be like, oh, that's just patchouli. And that was their, their way out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are, are going with the whole no sense is good sense too, which is even better. I think there's a lot of people with scent allergies. And Especially in like public transportation and stuff like that, where a lot of people have no choice. They have to be there. Oh, they don't yeah. want to have to be subjected to. Or like in medical facilities. You know. And- um, this is this is an old school one, but I just I have to say it because I thought it was quite funny. A man should always walk on a woman's left hand side. Military men are the only exception because they should be ready to salute. Mm, that's funny. And I thought, well, aren't there military women? Well, do you know the reason <laughs> why that, that is? Though? Because uh, in uh, days of old, they used to throw pails of uh, urine and feces out the window because they had no sewage system. So the man, if he was on the outside, closest to the road, he would get hit first or whatever. Or, who, or closest however, to the building? Closest to the building, whatever way it was. He was in was. the line of feces. Yeah, he was in the feces line of fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name, that's the next... Uh, wow, that's chivalry to another level. Yeah. <laughs> At um, least I, I think. I could be making that up. It's just I do have a memory of that, learning that, not being there on the street having feces thrown at me or anything. <laughs> Glad, anyway, glad that, honey. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm not that old. You were alive since we've had sewage systems. It is so. good manners to arrive at a party at least half an hour before it starts, as this shows enthusiasm. I do Truth not agree. I do, or false? I have to say false. Your host and hostesses will not be impressed if you're a full half hour early. True. 
I mean, false. Like, you're right. I'm right. That's okay, that's the right answer is I'm right. The right answer is you are right. Every once in a while, I'll just throw these in here because it's fun. Yeah. So In the American style of dining, it is proper to switch the fork to your right hand to bring food into your mouth. That is correct. That is correct. And I'm going to talk about that in just a few minutes. Oh, I ruined it for you again. Well, no, just in talking... No, you ruined nothing. Oh, thank you. And is it... Well, the feces was probably a little... It's a little graphic, but that's you look it up, people. But it made me laugh. Could so be true. <laughs> Could be true. From that same whole walking and men being on the women's left hand side, that same dated article, there was one about calling before you arrive at someone's home, which I completely agree with because you don't know if someone's going to be there. They could be busy. But I thought this was really funny. Um, one British lady said she should never pay a visit without calling first. And what she would do is if an uninvited guest showed up at her doorstep, she always put her shoes on and grabbed a hat and umbrella. And if she liked the person, she exclaimed, I just got home. If not, she sighed and said, oh, what a pity. I was just on my way out. Oh, that's funny. That's really good. I want to use that one. Do you? No one visits us. Who though. leaves the house with, like, with no the one... umbrella every time? I think like, it's... it's bloody sunny or it's a snowstorm, but you've got your umbrella. It's funny because, yeah, it's true. But it was in Britain. So I guess it rains more. It's than funny maybe. because it seems like in, you know, more rural areas, uh, you know, people just drop in all the time. And in more like, you know, densely populated cities and stuff, people always call. That's true. Do you know what I mean? And I think just in, I think it's a generational thing too. Yeah. That we're more apt to call. I would much rather people call before they come by or just give a text or let me know somehow. I didn't even do a British accent on that one. Oh. You should have tried it. I want no, to hear your British accent. Everybody wants to oh, hear it. What a pity. What a pity. I was... I, was, I can't even get it out. Oh, man. It, it is an endless source of uh, entertainment for me when you try... Do your Australian no, one. That's my favorite. No, good no. day, mate. Do that one. Uh, just say throw good another... I've already done throw that. Throw another shrimp, shrimp I only know the one line. All right. All right. When all you're right. leaving the table at dinner, you should definitely excuse yourself. And you should exit to the right of your chair, and you should enter from the right upon returning. Now, the royals... Too many things to remember. The royals, if they have to leave, they don't announce their intentions, but they simply say, excuse me, and leave it at that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't think a lot of us are announcing our, I must go have a bowel movement, (laughs) or I must, you know, go... Well, that brings me to my next (laughs) trivia question. If you do not like a certain type of food, it is proper to explain in elaborate detail to the others at the table why this is so. True or false? Well, that's a false. Yeah, that's a false. These are like, are these jokes? What, what is going on here? I don't know. Do I, they really think that people are going to believe some of these? They're pretty funny. Uh, we we're talking about utensils. You were talking about switching in the American style. You switch your fork to your right, right. hand. And I actually eat in the continental style. Yeah. Um. Which is also the way the the royals eat. That's true. And either in a formal or informal setting. And what you do is you hold your fork in the left hand with your tines downward. Uh-huh. So pointing down towards the plate. And you hold your knife in your right hand to cut your meat. And you wait. You hold them even when you're not eating. Well, I don't know I've seen that. them do that. And then you basically you extend, you cut your your food and then you spear your food with your fork and then you just lift it to your mouth. Mm. Now the royals actually don't stab their food but they balance the food on the back of their forks like it's an acrobatic feat but they're so dainty how proper 
I don't get this stuff. <laughs> but, All that's right, how, so, but that's how I eat. Do you eat that way? No, no I eat like the Simpsons. For... I just shovel the food into my mouth and I don't care what fork I'm using. I don't care if I even Sometimes have a utensil. A straw, if that's what's I just on the... stand in front of the fridge and shovel it into my mouth. That's pretty much. But you the, can use chopsticks the, like nobody's business. Well, chopsticks are easy once you get used to using them. Anything is. So is a fork. Remember when we couldn't use a fork and we were just little babies? I don't remember. Well, it would have happened. Been... And so, like, no one, no one chastised babies for not being able to hold a fork when they're eating, you know. No. Like, but babies this also whole put their pants stuff, at the table. It gets on my nerves sometimes. Okay, no, so you're getting a little ra- enraged by this <laughs> these epi- etiquette episodes. Since it is, I should just wait before I finish. I just want to explain that I am uh, being a little right-handed biased in my descriptions. So I'm describing yeah, the utensils based on a right-handed person. Mm-hmm. When, yes, I know. As I look at my left-handed husband, I realize my bias. Yeah. So before I get into some more royal family fun, because I know how much you love the royals, you have another question? Uh, Since it is not right to waste food, it is best to ask the waiter or your host for a doggy bag to take home the leftovers. Mm. Now the host is is throwing a little monkey wrench into this question because a waiter, yeah, you get a doggy bag. If yes, you pay for you pay food, food and it's just going to go in the garbage, but the host is a little odd, isn't so, it? So true or false? What I'm do you think, say, listeners? And I hate wasting food. I'm going to say false, though. False and correct. Okay. You probably shouldn't take more food than you're going to eat. Yeah. In an ideal, perfect world. If you are the guest, you should not order the most expensive item on the menu unless it is suggested suggested by your host. If you were oh. a guest, you should not This reminds order. me of Elaine on this episode of Seinfeld where she wants to order the lobster bisque uh. and whether then she has to put out or not. <laughs> Does she? Did, did she? For the <laughs> I bisque? I don't remember. For the bisque. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no. They said, uh, yes, because they said, oh, how was it? And, and Or something like that. He didn't mention if, if it was any good. And she said, oh, I mentioned the bisque. <laughs> I can't remember exactly, but it was hilarious. Um, so the answer is... True or false? You shouldn't... No, I would... I mean, I would never do that. I would never order the most expensive... Oh, I would. Well, unless my host was like a billionaire. Yeah. And I knew they were. Yeah. So true or false? False. False? I forget what that, how the question was framed, but... Incorrect. You should order that. You should order whatever you want. Oh. All right, then. Back to the royal family. So this is, I mean, I think everybody knows that when the royal family enters a room, they enter in order of, you know. Uh, the queen. Yeah, the, the highest ranking. and No one walks in front of the queen, nobody, except for Donald Trump. Nobody eats before the queen eats. Nobody leaves the table until she's finished. Um, but there is also even a, a way to sit that was... It's called the Duchess Slant. So women in the royal family are not to cross their legs. Right. So they cross at the ankle and they slant a little to the side. Oh, yeah. And, well, the slanting to the side, I think, um, the, the reason they call it the Duchess Slant is it's named after Kate Middleton, the Duchess of Cambridge. But Princess Diana did this; was known to sit the exact same way. And so the queen? So if you want to sit like a royal. The queen sits that way well, as well? Well, on the, on the crown. When we watched the crown, she sat that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's another interesting quirk about the royal family. They always travel with a black outfit. So if they're traveling out of country, 
They always have a black outfit in case a member of the family dies or somebody of prominence and they need Prime to go Minister. into mourning. Yeah. So they have a black outfit on the ready. How morbid is that? It is okay to blow your nose into your napkin <laughs> as long as you do this quietly. Hmm. Oh. They throw in a little bit of quiet. Is it right? I'm going to say it no, it's the false. False? Correct. Like if you're caught off guard with the sneeze, I can say a napkin is better than no napkin, but otherwise you should leave the table. Do yeah. that stuff in a yeah. in a proper facility. Sometimes you can't leave the table though. No. By etiquette rules, you can only leave once. <laughs> <laughs> um, the queen always dresses in very bright neon colors. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Yes. When asked during an interview why she does this, she said that her people uh, want to see their queen. It's very important for them to say that they have seen her. So knowing that people are sometimes gathered, you know, in, in the masses and they might be four or five people deep and uh, mm-hmm. when she passes by she wants them to spot her bright outfit so she always wears having bright a bright colors. colored outfit though could be a double-edged sword because if she spills spaghetti sauce on there it's going to be seen by all of her followers that's true yeah. and also if somebody wants to it like i don't want to even say it on hit her the with a pie yeah so wants to hit her with a pie she is the target <laughs> yeah um the royal family also don't they don't show cleavage so when women are getting in and out of a vehicle, mm-hmm. because the paparazzi is there, and Princess Diana was especially known to do this, she would hold her purse up to her chest mm-hmm. so that when she was leaning over and getting out of the, the vehicle, the paparazzi couldn't get a shot. Mm. Interesting. Is it? I think you're going to find the last little tidbit I have on the royal family Let's very do it. interesting. It's why the queen always has a purse. Yeah, I've often wondered that, to be honest. Is it for her to look all prim and proper, like she's like one of the, you know, She uses it to send folk? signals, secret signals to her staff. So if she, basically she has a, she holds it normally on her left arm. So if she moves it to her right arm when she's talking to someone, mm-hmm. her handlers know that she wants to wrap up that conversation. If she puts their bag on the floor. That must feel awful for the person that she's talking to if they know that rule. I know. It's like, oh, this is over. <laughs> just look down to the purse. Yeah, got the purse signal. Maybe we should all just start enacting she's like, these rules in life. She's like a royal Batman with this purse. And then if she puts it on the floor, it's a sign that she's in a very uncomfortable encounter and needs to be saved ASAP. I've never seen her do that before. Have you? Have you ever seen her put her purse on the floor? No, but it might not oh. be on film. Yeah. On the crown, on the fictional show we watched. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if she's at dinner and she places it on the table, which we know is a faux pas, that means that she wants to end the event within the next five minutes. Oh, wow. I wonder if she's actually used all those signals. She I must don't have. Know. I don't know. I mean, that They're could there be for one of those reason. ones that's a bit of a myth, but I think that that's great. Can you imagine if you could just be like... Yeah. I, be- I bet you a lot of powerful people have similar signals that they use with their staff. I'll pay attention to it when we're out with your purse next time. You know, if you're trying to say something. <laughs> throw Just it don't my hit me with it. The, when I throw my winter coat on the table, it's time to go. <laughs> Always go to the bathroom to remove food caught in your teeth. True or false? True. Yep. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> spoon the soup away from you and sip it from the side of the spoon. Yes. True or false? That's true. 
Good little reminder, and reinforcement of that tip, though. Two more. In a formal place setting, the dessert spoon and fork are usually placed above your plate. True or false? True. And that is true, correct. And last one. Here we go. Always hold a glass of white wine by the bowl. False. False. Because you always hold a wine glass of any nature, I believe, except for brandy, which you want to warm up, but it's in a, what's it called, a snifter? Sniffer? Sniffer? Snuffer? Snifter? Sniffer, snuffer. (laughs) But no, you always hold a wine glass by the stem because you don't want to alter the temperature that it's been served. So white wine is um, often served or usually served cold or cooler than room temperature. So if you held it by the bowl, it would warm up the wine. Mm -hmm. And I'm also uh, just doing some research. We're going to do an upcoming episode around wine and drinks and all the fun little trivias and quirks and things around uh, drinking wine. Yeah. Things I don't know. So I'm still researching that. Stay tuned for that. How it has a nose. Wine has a nose. Yes. A bouquet. A bouquet. If you will. A swirl. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. I like. I like doing the research because I like to learn a little bit more about it. I mean, yeah. I learned well, a lot I've, doing this. This one that I have. I have really. I learned I have bad manners. Yeah, I learned I have no manners. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed part yes. two of our etiquette. Who knew we would do two parter on etiquette, man? That is like a blockbuster. So if you missed, if you missed part one, make sure you catch catch up on that one. And uh, yeah, hopefully you learned something. Hopefully, you you know, learn some things you'll just ignore, but whatever. Thanks, everybody. As long as you found it entertaining, we're happy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can catch up on past episodes at infoquench.com. Or just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And help spread the word about InfoQuench. Till next time. time.